Hello there. So today we're going to be talking about AHA. They were formed in Oslo in 1982, and they are known as a synth-pop group. You've probably heard them at some point in your life, and I'll, I'll get more into detail on why a bit later, but they're known for their song, Take On Me. And, you know... It's, it's something that really took the world by a storm in the 1980s. I remember watching that music video as a kid where you have that guy who's basically changing into a comic book character and there's some woman involved, some vague story where he's being pursued by some sort of uh, random-ass villains or whatever. And it seems to be a love story and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we'll get, we'll get more into that a little bit later here. But the musicians involved are Paul Waktar Savoy. He's on the guitars, drums, and percussion. You've also got Magne Verhoelman on keyboards and guitars and vocals. I can't even say the guy's name. And then, more simply, more easily to pronounce, you've got Morton Harkett on vocals. So I'm going to try to pronounce that middle name again. Furu Holman. There we go. I think I, I think I was a little bit closer to being accurate. Uh, obviously, I'm not really that immersed in the uh, language that uh, is associated with these names. But since their beginnings in those sweet, sweet golden 1980s, AHA has released 11 studio albums, and most of their albums have achieved platinum status or higher in their home country of Norway and beyond. The band's most recent album is True North, which is actually to be released in October of 2022. So pretty soon, actually, if it hasn't been, been released already. They are among the highest grossing bands in the world. Now, some of you might be like, really? They are? Yeah, yeah, they, they are. And uh, if you want proof that AHA is a bigger band than you might think, check this out. The music video for Take On Me is considered to be one of the most distinctive music videos from the 1980s, like I was talking about earlier. I certainly remember it. And Wikipedia mentions it, too. And on February of uh, 2020, the video became the fifth video to reach 1 billion views on YouTube, following in the footsteps of November Rain and Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana, and Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. So just think about that. Those songs are obviously pretty big. You know, I, who hasn't heard of um, Nirvana or Queen or Guns N' Roses? And, and frankly, I'm I'm surprised that uh, Guns N' Roses have two tracks in, in that category. But it just goes to show you how big some of these bands are. And what do you know? AHA is right there among them. So th think about the... Uh, you know, the absolute uh, power that a song has if it's been viewed, you know, in any place 
at least a billion times. You know, keep in mind this is billion plus. So by this point, there's certainly been more views. And it's, it's uh, you know, obviously there are only 7 billion people on the planet or something like that. Uh, and uh, that doesn't mean that 1 billion people overall have seen that video, of course. But, you know, it's it's uh, still quite a lot of people. And a uh, very significant fact. So when people in America think that AHA is probably just some one-hit wonder from the 1980s, they're actually not, except for maybe in the United States. But just about anywhere else in the world, I think they've had more than one successful song um, with their albums and whatnot. And it re really, it's one of those things like whether you're a fan of the band or not, you know, they're in the pantheon at this point. You know, they're in the music legends, icons, pantheon. Whether you like it or not, they're just there. All right. You know, it's it's kind of like a band like Kiss. You know, they're they're polarizing. I'm not the biggest Kiss fan myself, but do I have to admit that they are influential and yada yada yada? Same same thing with Guns N' Roses. Yes, I I must admit that about them. So after AHA's second breakup, Morton Harkett released two studio albums, Out of My Hands in 2012 and Brother in 2014. And of course, they've also had a golden uh, or a greatest hits album. I don't know why I said gold, golden. I meant greatest hits. And they've sold more than 100 million records worldwide. So, you know, they, they have quite a history already. And obviously they're not done yet because they put out a new album. So, you know, if you want to look into the information on their formation and their early years, just know that their album Hunting High and Low was one of the best-selling albums of 1986 in the UK. So that alone would obviously help put somebody on the map. And the music video for Take On Me is obviously iconic. Plenty of bands have covered that song. I've heard a, a ska punk version. I don't remember the band that did that one. But I think, you know, one of the things about that song that kind of gets people is Morton Harkett's high voice when he hits certain notes. He goes like, ee! Like, I, I can't really sing that high. I I wish I could, especially as forcefully as he as he does it. You know, I think I think a lot of people out there could probably technically hit that note. Like if they're if they're casual, I think it's easier. But if you're in a concert setting and uh, you're trying to hit it at a high volume, it's much more difficult, I think. And that's, I think, one of the challenges that people might put their voices up to, like if they think they're good singers, can you really match the way he sings that note and take on me? It's, I don't want to make it seem like it's the most difficult thing in the world, but, you know, it's a, it's a tough one. It can be a daunting task, and I think... Little touches like that, plus the uh, animation in the video, 
helped really make it iconic. And actually, I think the synthesizer has sort of a bad rap, but I think most people actually do like the synthesizer sounds in that song. I, I know, you know, even from personal experience as somebody who's played synthesizer that some things sound really cheesy on a synth, but somehow that song, at least in my book, it kind of avoids that. There's some cool sounding parts and they they knew how to just structure the song in a way that it's it's tough for people to hate it. I'll just put it that way. It's just a likable song. And, um, you know, you, you, you really have to be kind of a, I don't know, a picky person to not be able to like get into that song, especially if you're watching the music video, because it's just fun. And obviously not by now there's the nostalgia factor. And if, if you were alive in the eighties, you probably saw that video at some point, if you were at all watching MTV or. Um, you might have heard it on the radio, and there's a solid chance you were really, uh, at least secretly enjoying the song. It might be one of those guilty pleasure things as well. I'm not sure, but, you know, that's about all I have to say about it. And, uh, yeah, obviously you can be on the lookout for their new album. They're not quite done yet. So, yeah. Yeah.